a crazy week of news as it relates to coaching uh, in the football world, both college and NFL. It kind of puts the on the back burner in the news cycle anyway that we've got uh, an exciting week, the opening um, week of the NFL playoffs, the wild card round. And we'd, uh, we've certainly got our breakdowns that we're going to have for you on our next podcast on uh, that'll drop on Saturday morning. We thought we'd spend some time talking about uh, the quarterbacks and ranking the quarterbacks in the playoffs as that position is so important. We did a podcast. We hope you check out um, key guys, key NFL uh, players on wild card weekend that are non-quarterbacks. That may be the most intriguing and the most pivotal as it relates to um, players um, and movers and shakers in these wild court and beyond playoff games. Let's get into the quarterbacks and rank them, shall we? A reminder, though, you can get more detailed breakdowns on the game of football, college football, NFL, you name it. Um, we got it. LandryFootball.com. Take advantage of our holiday savings special that we have. LandryFootball.com. Uh, try it out for a month, try it out for six months, but our Holiday savings special is the best deal that we've got going. Also, a reminder to subscribe, like, and share the Landry Football Podcast Network on Apple, on Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. So let's get right to it. Uh, top quarterback I would rank into the playoffs still is someone that's not playing in the first round and still Patrick Mahomes. This is not the same Chiefs juggernaut offense that they've been in years past. The defense is better than ever, but – Years of attrition is uh, the pass catcher spot and shaky investments at offensive tackle um, have made it tough to set your watch to those uh, to offense anymore. Patrick Mahomes is still the quarterback nobody wants to see in the playoffs. The AFC goes through him. Um, it has for as long as he's been in the league, and that doesn't change just because the Chiefs aren't the top seed like usual. Mahomes, Andy Reid, Steve Spagnuolo, Spagnuolo's defense, still enough firepower to be a threat. I might have put and maybe could have put and considered putting Lamar Jackson at the number one spot. And you can, and you get no argument from me. He's going to be the MVP of 2023. And I don't care about a defense or touchdown totals or anything like that. Um, he's just incredible with the ball in his hands. He's improved as a passer and as a runner. I would give Mahomes an, a slight edge in this regard. I think he is a better passer still, but Lamar's had a better year. Then I would put Josh Allen of the Bills. Um, you look at his ability, particularly when the game is on the line and in critical moments like in the playoffs, his ability to run the football is incredible. Certainly he's got the propensity for turnovers. Um, he's certainly capable of uh, making big play strikes, scrambling outside the pocket, but – you know, I, I still think that uh, would put him third. I think he's outstanding. Then I would put somebody like Matthew Stafford or Dak Prescott. The Rams are a scary wild card team. Um, the offense is really good. They're going to have to win with an with an offense. The defense is not good enough to win beyond this game. The run game has come alive. Um, he's given them more favorable down and distances uh, with his big playability. The receivers have taken full advantage. Stafford's played well. He makes three or four throws per game that are what I would call elite. In playoff football, that can be the difference in maybe pulling an upset. Dak Prescott, particularly at home, has been phenomenal, but he's been good all year. Um, 
home or away. A few quarterbacks play with the command and the maturity that Dak does. Uh, they've got guys a little more talented, a little bit more athletic, a little bit more creative outside the pocket. But he plays the football the right way. His process before the snap has been good. Um, he does a really good job. Once the ball in his hands, um, he's very, very difficult. Then I think you got to look at some intriguing uh, answers with some guys about how about a guy like C.J. Stroud, um, young quarterback, lots of talent, played very well, and has led his team from behind in pivotal moments to take over games. Seeing Stroud in the playoffs as a rookie has been really, really incredible to see. Uh, he's got a lot of Dak Prescott in him, but probably with a little bit more upside to him. He's going to be facing, though, a, a very good defense in, um, in Cleveland this week. Jordan Love of the Packers. Uh, let's take a look at this guy. As he has really grown a lot at quarterback. Um, they make a few mistakes each and every game. But, boy, has he just gotten better and better. Like the way he is working, um, getting the ball out on time, getting the ball in the hands of playmakers very well, and has protected the football. Look at those numbers. His uh, avoidance of mistakes, turnovers, and big plays, it's been really good. Jared Goff um, is another one that some may think is a little low. I think that's about right with him. He's really good at uh, being a particular kind of quarterback. When the offense can stay under center, lean on the run game, play action throws over the middle, uh, he's very, very good. He throws with a lot of fearlessness and velocity. Um, you know, he's much better outside. Um, it, it It's all the other plays that can concern you. He's much better outside of that under center play action bubble now and then. Um, he handles the pocket slightly better now. He's learned how to get it to his check downs a little bit more effectively. Still, he likes touch outside the numbers. It isn't the type of quarterback to create outside the pocket. He's good enough. He's not special, but he's been been pretty good. Brock Purdy, um, I want to see him make it through the playoffs healthy. Um, you know, to this point this season, 49ers offense might be even better, strictly because Purdy is better. Compared to this time last year, Purdy's overall execution of the offense is better, and he's been more effective down the field. Kyle Shanahan and the all pros around him do more of the heavy lifting, but it's hard to dispute that Purdy gives this offense more of a spark than any other. Uh, on individual merit, he isn't one of the top quarterbacks, but he's doing his part to keep things moving in the right direction. Jalen Hurts. Um, Probably the toughest quarterback to rank. You know that he's been pretty good last year. He was very good. Factor in the running game, he doesn't appear to be healthy now. Um, I think for them to be successful, it's about Hertz's ability to make plays off the fact that they control the line of scrimmage, they get the ball vertically, run the football well. Uh, and now that those pieces around them are not as good, you see some of his vulnerabilities. I think Tua is an intriguing guy that most people would have ranked higher than I have. Um, they can't, he doesn't throw well outside the numbers. He is a one read quarterback. Uh, and I think distributing the ball to playmakers is a lot of fun to watch, but he is not an elite quarterback to this point. And he hasn't proven that until he does can't rank him any higher. Um, 
you have to be able to attack outside the numbers. He doesn't do that very well. And I think that's uh, very, very problematic. I don't know where to put Baker Mayfield, Joe Flacco. Uh, I would put Mason Rudolph at the bottom, and I'd probably put ahead of them some combination of Flacco and Mayfield. Mayfield has largely played well this season relative to expectations. The Bucs um, supposed to be dead in the water post-Tom Brady, but he's re-energized. And I think he's played a little bit better, more consistently this year than, say, Flacco, so I'd put him ahead. He's not the most reliable quarterback. Uh, he's had some stinkers, and he's been particularly shaky, like in the Panthers game last week. Uh, but there is some encouragement in his body of work, some evidence he could sling it downfield. Uh, it's unlikely that he'll be enough of the, to make enough of a, uh, of a run, uh, but it might be uh, enough to knock off the Eagles in the first round. Um, Joe Flacco brings to the Browns uh, – uh, uh, you know, a serious um, improvement and an upgrade. Um, you wonder if the magic's going to wear off a little bit, but boy, he's making plays. He's playing with confidence. And he doesn't have to carry the team because the defense is so good. That's been a huge factor. Mason Rudolph would bring in the rear of this, and he was uh, the best quarterback this season uh, for the Steelers. Uh, he's given them some stability. He isn't creative. He isn't athletic. He doesn't boast impressive arm talent, but he understands how to play within the system, play within himself. Through three games, he's primarily done well to handle the quick pass game and gives George Pickens a chance downfield. Now, there's a likelihood Rudolph turns into, you know, to a pumpkin come playoff time, and we'll see. But it's kind of how I see it uh, entering the playoffs and. We, as we like to do, break it down from every angle, and we'll do that uh, as well. Um, a reminder that you can get complete breakdowns of all the games, all the teams, all the players, all the schemes, college and NFL level. We're focusing a lot on breaking down uh, these wildcard playoff games. So check out LandryFootball.com today. Take advantage of our holiday savings special. And also a reminder to subscribe, like, and share the Landry Football Podcast Network on Apple, on Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. Um, join us next time as we'll break down the wild card games of the weekend. But for now, we'll see you over on LandryFootball.com and right here back on the Landry Football Podcast Network.